good morning. You know that sometimes you go back and you think about what you did when you were younger. And in my youth, I did a little bit of hitchhiking in Europe. And if you've ever done any kind of hiking at all, you will know that as well as taking what you need, you make your backpack as light as possible. And on those occasions, I did take a tent with me, a very small tent, very light tent. Uh, and the only reason for having it was that if I came to a place where there was a campsite, then I could go onto the campsite and I'd be allowed to use their facilities. When I sort of had a car, I still liked to go camping. And because I had a car, I could take a bigger tent. And when the time came when camping became a family holiday, you guessed it, the tent got bigger. But because it needed to be transported, the size was restricted, not only by the size of the car, but also by the number of passengers in the car. Now, we've been travelling with Moses on a journey through the wilderness, and as they moved from place to place, everything needed to be packed up and carried with them. And we've come to the point in Exodus when God instructed Moses to build a tabernacle. Now, a tabernacle is a movable living space. In other words, it's a tent. Movable because it would have been taken with them as they travelled. And who was it who was going to dwell in this tent? Well, the answer is, it was God. Exodus 25, verse 8 and 9, God said... Then let them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. Now, we know that God can be anywhere and everywhere at the same time. The word to describe this is omnipresent, meaning all-present. But God has already let his people see his presence in the cloud by day and the fire by night. And now he will make his presence known to them in the tabernacle. But first, they must build it. This will become a, a, a wonderful picture of unity as the people came together, as they will offer gifts in order that the tabernacle be made. They will offer their skills, they will offer the, 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 the materials that they have that would be needed. And they would follow the detailed instructions that God will give to Moses as they all work together to produce this dwelling place for God that will be for them a place of worship and a place of dedication as they got together and constructed it, building it. Then disassembling it and packing it up and then carrying it with them as they moved on and then reassembling it as they set up camp again in the next destination. It will be taken into the promised land and eventually David will take it and move it uh, to Jerusalem and then it will become the forerunner for the temple that will be built in Jerusalem. This is God with them. And it's all representative of the time when the Messiah, the promised one, would come. And you know, when he came, we heard these words. These words are from Matthew 1, verse 23. The virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with 
us. So the purpose of the tabernacle was that the people would know that God was with them. And now for us, Jesus, who is called Emmanuel, is so that we might know that he is God with us. That's tremendous. Let's just pray. Our Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your son. We thank you for the name that you gave him, Emmanuel, God with us. Father, we pray that you will make us mindful of your presence as we go through this day. And let us go through it in the precious name of Jesus. As we ask these things in his name. Amen. Well, again, a few things for us to think about as we've been looking at uh, and listening to what God is saying to us through his word. In the meantime, stay, care, stay safe, take care, and God bless. <laughs>